Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Moving right along with Sechta's Brachos Perechas, Mishnah Hey and Mishnah Vav. 5 and 8, 6. A person finds out they only have one cup of wine and they have to discharge multiple obligations using only one cup of wine. They have to make Birchas Amazon, which as we discussed previously, really needs a cup of wine. And they need to make Havdalah, also requiring a cup of wine. So although normally we say ain't osin mitzvos chavilos chavilos, a person shouldn't do multiple mitzvos in, with one action. Because it looks like they just want to discharge their obligation, they don't really care, they're in a hurry. But rather you do things with yeshivadas, with a sense of calmness. As you care about them, you want to show you care about the mitzvos, and you do them at a, an appropriate pace. However, here you have no choice, you only have one cup of wine. And the question that Beisham and Beisham are going to discuss and argue about is, what is the order in which you make those brachos? So both Beishami and Beisil are going to agree, Ner comes first, the bracha on the fire comes first, and the reason for that is, the second you light it, you are having a benefit, and therefore you should make the bracha on it. They both also agree that Havdalah comes last. And why does Havdalah come last? Because why are you running away from Shabbos so fast? As we said in on Friday night, A person should uh, push off Shabbos, the end of Shabbos, and they should hurry into Shabbos. We, sometimes it seems like we have a fear of not doing malacha. But really, most of the time, where are we really running? You can wait an extra two, three minutes, and therefore to signify that, to, to, uh, to point that out, we, uh, we make the Birchas Havdalah last. The question is Mazon Ubisamen. Why does, which, what is the order for Birchas Mazon and Bisamen? Bishamai says, Birchas Mazon comes first. And the reason for that is, as we discussed previously, once you are f- finished eating, you now must fulfill your obligation of blessing Hashem. And therefore, bless Hashem, make a birchas of muzzin right away, and afterwards, follow by besamim. Ubisil armim, no. Ner ubisamim, muzzin vavdala. Again, ner vavdala both come first and last, but besamim comes before muzzin. And what's the reason for that? So says Beis Hillel, why are we, why are we smelling besamim? Why are we smelling this, these spices? And why are we uh, lighting this fire? For the same reason. We light the fire to commemorate that it's Friday, that's Moti Shabbos, and Moti Shabbos was when Adam was given the das, given the knowledge in how to make fire. In order to commemorate that event, we light fire. Similarly, why we have a summon? Because it's Moti Shabbos, and for whatever this means, we no longer have the extra neshama, the extra soul that comes and sits with us over Shabbos, and in order to make ourselves feel better, to have a little bit of a, a little bit of a, a yish, of, to feel better, we get the summon to smell and bring up our mood. So Nero B'Samim are really coming for the same reason, both commemorating the fact it's Moti Shabbos. And in fact, if it's not Moti Shabbos, one's allowed to make Havdalah all the way till Tuesday if one needs to, or it's Moti Yomdif, we leave out Nero B'Samim because it's a Moti Shabbos specific act. So Nero B'Samim come first, followed by Muzzin, and afterwards Havdalah. Beishamay Omrim, Shibora Ma'or Ha'esh. When one makes the bracha on, on the fire, one says, God who created... Ma'or ha'esh, in singular, the fire. Obisil omrim ba'ore ma'ore ha'esh. Not singular, the fire, but fires. Shammai is going to, tell, going to tell you that a fire is a, it's one entity. Whereas Basil says, no, if you look at a fire, you see multiple entities. There's white, there's red, there's orange, there's different hues and different colors that are coming out of that fire. All those we bless and thank Hashem for. Rav Lachlin once quoted from the Lubavitch Rebbe that this is actually a very 
very important machlokus because it's not what we see emerges from this machlokus is not a simple machlokus that may emerge in a very unique area. Moti Shabbos Havdala, what bracha do you make? But rather, this machlokus speaks to the greater debate and dispute between Beisham and Beishelo, and that is as follows. One may have the impression, when one learns and sees constantly Beisham and Beishelo are arguing, or for that matter, Ravu or Abaye, or any rabbis are arguing, it's that one got the facts right, one got the facts wrong, or there's a concept called Elu of Elu, and somehow both are right, but it's they, they, read, they read the source differently, they read the text differently, and therefore it's, you know, it's almost like misinformation. One has the right, one has the wrong, and we have to figure out who's right and who's wrong. Says the Rebbe, and Rav Zevin says something very similar, it's not that at all. Rather, Beishamay's Hillel, it's not that they both read a text differently, but rather, they both read the text. But what, ultimately, they both have to decide, and this is really true to all our many machlokasim in life, how do you value different values? How do you look, how, what, what is your hierarchy when it comes to multiple values? And that's where the crux of the machlokas is. Beishamay's Hillel both looked at the world differently. And what Beis Hillel may have valued, Beis Shammai didn't value as much. And what Beis Shammai valued into going into an opinion, formulating an opinion, Beis Hillel didn't value as much. And because they had different ways of looking at the world, that emerged, the halachad emerged differently. And this is a good example. Beis Shammai says, it's not that I don't see the red, the green, and the purple, and whatever other colors are in this fire. But when I look at the world, I'm looking not at what I see, but I strip it down to its bare, to its core. And at its core, it's just a white fire. And Basilio responds, no, no, don't strip it down to its core. We look at the world for what it is and how it plays out in reality. And this is a machlokas that comes up elsewhere. Let's talk about yesterday, Tu Bishvat. Bishamai thinks Tu Bishvat's not on the Tesva of Bishvat, but rather it's Rosh Chodesh Shvat. And Basilio says, no, it's Tu Bishvat. And perhaps they're arguing over a very similar point. Bishamai saying, I don't look at the world as it is when the trees start to bud, I know that at its core, you, take a, you, know, you go to a lab and you look at a tree, on Rosh Chodesh Shvat, you're already starting to see the sap to come into the tree. And Basil's like, don't look at what may be down, deep down, look at the reality. And this is my locus, I think, that comes out in our, the way we educate our children, and both elements are true. Sometimes we need to have a base Hillel approach. We look at a child, we look at even ourselves, and we do things because of rope. We're not looking for the meaning behind it. We just do it simply for the action. And Basil says, that's reality. There's value to just doing the mitzvos. There's value to just doing it even though you're not stripping it down and going to the reason, the why behind it. But at the same time, Beishamai is also right. Sometimes we can't expect people to do things unless they know the why. And we have to approach, t- take both approaches. Sometimes we do things because of rote, and there's value to that. Don't discount it just because you're doing it and not thinking of the meaning behind it. And sometimes we need to look for the deeper meaning in order to make that rote be more exciting. Both Beisham and Hillel have, have what to offer us, and that, it says the Rebbe, is the Mahlokas here. Not just about, is it Borei Ma'or Ha'esh, singular, or Ma'orei Ha'esh, but rather two different worldviews when it comes to approaching the world. One does not make a bracha on Ner and Besamim of a non-Jew. What's going on here. So the halacha is the fire in which we use on Havdalah, for Havdalah, on Moti Shabbos, isn't just any fire, but it has to be a fire that was created for for the purpose of, of Havdalah. Meaning it couldn't be a fire that's from Shabbos. It needs to have re- this fire needs to, needed to have rested already itself. It needs to have rested. A ner Shabbos, says the, says the Gemara. A ner of a non-Jew, well they used the fire, therefore it's not a ner that rested, and therefore we don't use it. 
The Besomim, the reason we don't use it for non-Jews is because we assume that perhaps it could have been used for Avodah purposes. Neither can you use a fire that was lit for a mace, for a, for a, a dead body, or Besomim for dead body. The reason for that as well is when it comes to, besom, for, to the fire, the assumption is you lit it not because you wanted to demonstrate that it's Moti Shabbos, but rather you needed to see something. And therefore it's disqualifying the Besomim because it wasn't, this Besom was used to get rid of the bad smells. And therefore we don't want to use that as well. Again, both the disqualification because it's used for Avodah Zarah. And we don't use a fire until we're able to benefit, or at least see there's some sort of benefit in the light. And what that means is, and that's our practice, is we have to make sure that there is some, we can have Hana, or we're able to have Hana from this fire. And that's the practice that people have to hold their fingers up to it. They hold their fingers up to the fire to make sure they're having some sort of benefit. Although, their post can point out, it's not, you don't have to have benefit, you have to be able to have benefit. Which is why, perhaps, if you've noticed, some people have the custom to pick their fingers up before they make the bracha. What they're trying to do is to make sure it's a fire they're able to benefit from. Whereas others do it afterwards because, because, because they want to have benefit from it. Perhaps another way, reason why we make a bracha before and afterwards is because bef- there's a machlokas. What type of bracha is this? Is this a bracha praising Hashem for the light? Or is it a bracha that we're making after we have the benefit from the light? If it's to have benefit, so the same way we make a bracha on food and only after partaking the food, so to make a bracha and only after partaking the light. Or if it's praising the light, thank you Hashem, Birch Hashem for giving us light, so make the bracha. So first have the hana, first have to, that you want to praise Hashem for, and only after praise Hashem. Everyone should have a wonderful day.